The Jeff Dean Show on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Desert Diamond Casinos. Desert Diamond is true Tucson. Tucson's only local morning sports talk show. The Jeff Dean Show starts now. Good morning, Tucson, and welcome to the Jeff Dean Show. I am Jeff Dean here with you on this Football Friday. Oh, yes. We are at the end of the week, and uh, it is 7.02 on your Tucson morning. Today is December 17th. Just seven more shopping days, folks. Hope you got all your stuff done, Um, or at least getting close to it. I think people are a little more prepared this year. I think they just – like I. I think I, I, we were having a conversation about this uh, like a couple weeks ago. Um, it just people are just – I think people are prepared because they're, they need they needed things to do throughout the year. <laughs> so I think that's, uh, that's part of it. But nonetheless, we are just seven days away from Christmas Eve. Just a little bit of a, of a programming note. We will be off the air. We will not have a, a show next Friday or the Friday following that. Is, uh, they are uh, station holidays, so the uh, station is closed. Therefore, I get to reap the benefits of that, and I don't have to, uh, uh, don't have to be on the air. I shouldn't say don't have to be on the air. I love doing football Friday, so, but they told me I can't come in. So I, we won't have a show next Friday, the 24th, or the following Friday, the 31st. Um, I will miss you guys probably more than you miss me, but nonetheless – that's the way it goes. Uh, you're listening here to the Jeff Dean Show on 1490 AM, 104.9 FM, ESPN Tucson, as we are Tucson's only local morning sports talk show. If you're uh, tuning in and you, you won't be able to listen to the entire show today uh, via the airwaves on your radio, however you're getting it, uh, you can always listen live on ESPNTucson.com. If you go to the website, you can stream live. You can take that uh, with you wherever you go. Or if you want to download the podcast, you can listen somewhere in the future at your leisure. You can download that podcast at all the locations where you get your podcasts from, uh, whether it's the Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Audible, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, all the different uh, places you can get your uh, your podcast. You can download the Jeff Dean Show and listen at your leisure. we got a, great, a big show today for you, as always, as we do on a uh, Football Friday. We have some tickets to give away today, so be listening for that. We'll be a, a cue to text. Uh, it'll be a text-to-win contest as we have a family four-pack of tickets to go to the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl that's coming up uh, next Friday. It's going to be played on New Year's Eve. That game is at uh, at noon, and it features the Boise State Broncos taking on the Central Michigan Chippewa. Should be a good one. Bowl season kicks off today. The Bahamas Bowl is today. It's already here. Um, it feels like you know we have, feels like you have to wait a while before the bowl game start, and we probably did in the grand scheme of things. But uh, this month has just been flying by so quickly that it just seemed like two days ago when we were watching the conference championship games and still trying to figure out who was going to be in the CFP. So Bahamas bowl starts tonight. I love bowl season. Um, I do a, a little bit of a, like a bowl Nanza kind of uh, thing with uh, buddies of mine that we do every year and it's chaos, but it's fun. <laughs> and when, when the dust settles, there's some wings and beer involved and that's all that it's, uh, that's all that matters. That's the thing that matters most is uh, spending time with people and having fun and, and uh, enjoying yourselves in some sports, some friends, good times, good conversations, and uh, you know, having to just enjoying your your life, and you know that's one of the great things about sports is it brings people together, 
and I think that's a that's a super important thing, especially in this day and age. I mean, it, it, all the discussion about the COVID protocols in the NFL that COVID-19 is running rampant right now in the league. And there are a lot of players showing up on the COVID protocols list. Teams like the Rams, the Browns have just been absolutely decimated by the, uh, by the COVID protocols. And it has led a, a lot of players to start speaking out players and coaches for that matter to begin speaking out against some of these protocols, whether, you know, the NFL has kind of altered certain protocols and things for certain teams and and not uh, altered them for others. The call for the NFL to postpone games or just uh, some people have even suggested that the NFL postpone the season for another two weeks. Uh, You know, I'm kind of on the side of, you know, you can postpone it for a week, two weeks, four weeks, a month. I mean, it, it almost doesn't matter. We're still going to be seeing these these breakthrough cases, and here's why: because if if you look at if you look at the league, look at the three big leagues. Okay, Major League Baseball obviously not in swing right now. NBA, NHL, and NFL. If you believe the reports, and and we should. I mean, it, these are these are official reports from the teams that are reporting to the league, and then the league then reports these uh, these numbers. The NFL has roughly 92% compliance as it comes to players being vaccinated. That's, you know, well over the number that the, you know, the United States government has basically stated as a number that we need to be at for the quote-unquote herd immunity of COVID-19. 95% of the NBA is vaccinated, and the NHL is nearly at 100%. Like, there's just a few players that aren't vaccinated in the NHL. Now, with all three of these leagues being quote-unquote over and above the herd immunity number, the records are being broken every single day in all three of those leagues as far as COVID-19 cases. There are NBA teams that have had to shut things down for several days. There have been multiple games canceled in the NBA because they just, you know, with a small roster like that, with a you know, 12, 13-man roster, if four guys are in COVID protocol, you're screwed. So, you know, they, they've had some real trouble getting games played in the, in the NBA. The NHL has had a lot of problems as well. I know it, it doesn't get mentioned as much because NHL, specifically here in the state of Arizona, not a huge talking point, not a big topic of conversation, but the NHL has lost a couple of games and tons of players are in the COVID protocol in the NHL right now. And, of course, because the NFL, there are so many people reporting on it, so many quote-unquote insiders, all kinds of ways to get your information, and there's different aspects of the NFL, whether it's just the games itself for the fans who want to see the games won and lost. There's the fantasy aspect of it all, and, of course, the sports betting aspect of it all. So there are three major major types of uh, events and types of people who are following the NFL for a multitude of reasons, so therefore there's even more information. And we're just seeing a massive breakthrough right now in COVID cases in the NFL. So, again, say you want to postpone for the NFL season for a week, two weeks, it ain't going away, folks. Like, herd immunity's not working. If, 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 it's, if it's been, you know, if anything is being proven right now, 
It's that regardless, if you have 92, 95, 98% of your population vaccinated, it's not working. Okay, these the, the, the COVID is breaking through. It is ignoring the vaccination. It's like, nope, sorry. And there are plenty of players out there that are asymptomatic, that don't feel bad, that are testing positive. Okay, there are people that are saying these guys should be playing, that they that they should play if they're asymptomatic and and they're and even though they tested positive, that they should be allowed to play. Okay, great. Now what do you, what happens if, let's say Baker Mayfield, who has been you know very highly outspoken uh, recently over the last couple of days about the COVID protocols in the NFL, let's say the NFL lifts the ban on players not being able to play with any kind of of a uh, positive test. It's now if you're asymptomatic and you have a positive test, you're allowed to play. Baker Mayfield feels like crap. Like you know he's out there tells his team, no no no, I feel great, I'm fine. I just have a, a you know a slight fever, and you know, they'll test for that. But everything else, you can't really test for. You can't test if you know the guy's achy and feels bad, or you know is sick to their stomach, or have lost their taste and smell. You know, you can't really test for all that stuff. You can just you know swipe his head with a thermometer and be like, okay, ninety-nine point six. It's below the threshold of emergency or whatever. So we're gonna let you play. And all of a sudden, he goes out there. He's sick as a dog, and you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, continuing to spread it to other people. I, look, it's just a bad idea all around. The best thing that you can hope for is that you get the vaccination numbers up so that players aren't feeling as sick uh, that people, just, you know, people in general that aren't, aren't going to feel as sick, aren't going to be as dramatically affected by the, uh, by the virus as people uh, that are not vaccinated, and that's and that's generally the case uh, that we've seen. And just you know, me talking to people and reading the reports and things like that, it's uh, it's it's pretty well documented that the the vaccinated people are just like, yeah, I got COVID, and I was you know felt like crap for like one day, but then after that, I was totally fine. And or there are other people that are like, I had no symptoms whatsoever, but I kept getting positive tests because they're required to be tested by work and you know things that we're hearing from the NHL, NBA, NHL. There are asymptomatic players that are testing positive that can't get out of the protocol. Same thing's happening in college basketball right now. There are, what are there, nine, nine teams, nine schools right now that are in complete shutdown, including UCLA. Washington was in complete shutdown. I believe they just came out of it. They can start playing again. They had to cancel three or four games in their schedule. There are entire programs right now in college basketball that are like, we, we, we can't play, we can't play, we can't practice, we're not doing anything, we're not traveling, we're not playing games. Just in complete shutdown mode, so it's you know it's affecting a lot of people, and these are all situations where there are very very high vaccination rate percentages involved in all of them. So I'm not one of those people that believes that you should shut down the league or that you should you know you should uh, you know allow asymptomatic positive players to play. Look, you've got the rules in place. Don't start changing things on the fly because oh, we, you know we we need to f- figure out how we can get these games in or whatever. Look, just play the games, okay? We we will we will accept the outcome. We are completely familiar with the outcomes of games that happened during last season. Most of us are under the you know of the belief that last year was an outlier. You're going to look at 2020. You're going to look at 
team records and championships and individual awards and things like that, and you're going to look at that with a little bit of a kind of a side eye. Like, I, you know, especially in certain sports like college football where it was just thrown together at the last second, which is why I completely throw out the Pac-12 season from the 2020 year. It's, it was pointless, meaningless. It was just it was garbage, to be honest with you. They're like, well, we you know, we got to play games. we got to salvage as much of this television contract as we possibly can. Uh, here's two weeks of practice. Go out there and play. It was, it was stupid. So I'm not of the belief that any games should be canceled unless a team decides to cancel the game themselves. If the Cleveland Browns, who are currently without 21 players and their head coach, decide that they will not be competitive enough on the football field to play their game this uh, – they play Saturday, right? They play Saturday against the Raiders, I think it is. Yeah, the the, the non-college football schedule always messes things up. So if they don't – if they decide that they're not going to be competitive enough or they can't field a competitive team this weekend, then they need to cancel the game. They need to say, we will not be playing the Raiders this, this Saturday. We cannot field a competitive team. You have to put that on yourself. If the team says, we got 31 players that are available to play, we can't do it. Sorry. It, that's, that's the breaks. Those are the, things that, those are the things that happen. And I know it sucks. But you know what? Life isn't fair all the time. We don't always get what we want. And it's not uh, any fault of the Cleveland Browns, I mean, again, it, I don't. It's not like they were negligent or anything like that. So yeah, it, it does seem unfair that a team would have to to call their game off, or maybe they can find out a way to reschedule. But again, okay, what do you do? Do you say okay, we'll, we'll play, we'll play Monday? All right. Well, what what is what is thirty six hours by you? Maybe you get more guys in the protocol during those thirty six hours. <laughs> you get you get maybe three guys back. What's it change? I don't. I mean, it's. I. I, I look again. Stuff happens, and uh, we get put in bad situations sometimes that we're completely out of our control. We have to deal with it. We have to. We have to manage on the fly. We cannot break the rules to do it, and we cannot ask anyone to break the rules to allow us to do it. We just have to figure out how, within the rules, we can make things work for our situation. So. Again, if a team wants to cancel a game because they don't have enough dudes, so be it. That's just that's the way it goes. Sorry. I hope they play. I don't want any games lost. I want everything to be decided on the field. There's nothing worse than having games decided off of the playing field. There's nothing worse than that. Whether it's by officials or by outside influences or you know whatever have you. Nothing worse than not allowing the players on the field to determine the games. But this is something that's, you know, bigger than all of us, or at least is being treated as being bigger than all of us, because at this point, with the vaccination rates that are in these leagues, NFL, NHL, NBA, it's more like just a a nagging flu virus that's kind of making its way around the, the leagues, but it's dangerous to those who are at risk for certain viruses. It's more dangerous to others. So they can't just be like, eh, you know, the guys are vaccinated. They're going to feel fine. Let's just let them play. Okay, 
Sure. And then you spread it to everybody else on the field and the referees and the coaching staffs and the multitudes of people that are around. And again, I know you're not going to catch it from bumping into the cameraman. <laughs> the cameraman's not going to get COVID because Baker Mayfield bumps into him on the sideline. You have to have the extended, you know, the, the extended exposure and all that and yada, yada, yada. I, I understand that. Okay. But, you know, human interaction and contact and all this other stuff it it's it's the, the numbers will will go up so I, it, again it's it's on the league to decide if they want to change but you can't just be like okay for the browns and raiders game we're going to allow asymptomatic players to play but in the ravens game we're not going to allow it, it you just you can't do that and that's one of the things that baker mayfield is upset about right now basically saying that the nfl told the browns that they could, um, that they could start testing these players again, and if they, you know, if they, if they tested out of it, then they could play. And then the NFL COVID protocols were like, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> so the, the the players and the teams feel like they're being told one thing when the protocols are telling them something else. So you know, it needs to get under control. I get it. Maybe somebody's just misreading something somewhere, and that happens. Certainly, it happens plenty of times. Uh, in uh, in every walk of life, but it's not going away. So suspending the league for a week is not is not going to change anything. These you know you're, you're, these guys aren't getting COVID. You, you know uh, Von Miller didn't get COVID because he tackled Kyler Murray. <laughs> he got COVID because he was in the meeting rooms with coaches and other players. He was out in the community with family, friends. Uh, maybe he did an autograph signing where strangers were showing up. and th- I mean, these that's where you get – that's where it's happening. <laughs> Not being exchanged on the field. I, was talking, I, heard, a, I heard a conversation uh, last night where uh, the person was talking about, oh, man, you know, the Rams have 19 guys in COVID protocol. Imagine how many the Cardinals are going to have in the next couple of days. And I'm like, I felt like jumping in and being like, bro, do you think you get COVID from – standing across the the field on the sideline from people <laughs> like i mean the, the the guys who were positive before the game got sent home from the rams and maybe it's just coincidence that the cardinals have a few guys on the covid protocols list but it wasn't because they played the rams that's <laughs> nothing to do with it so it, we'll see what happens like the nfl's got some decisions to make today and um as I always do here on the Jeff Dean Show, I will always tell you to follow the money. If you want to find the answer to something or the reason behind something, to follow the money. Because that's that's where that's where things end up, especially in the NFL. Especially in the NFL. Follow the money. If a game is going to get canceled, it's because the NFL thinks that there are acceptable losses in revenue to cancel that game. Not because player safety, not because they want to look good in the optics of the public, but because they can have an acceptable loss in the revenue division. And that's that's what it all boils down to. The NFL playoffs are right around the corner. And to help you stay on top of the action, FanDuel Sportsbook is going to give you a $10 bonus when you place $20 in same-game parlay bets. <laughs> a lot of games going on this weekend, plenty of opportunities for you to do this. Now, You can bet on a single game 
or you can spread your bets out across multiple matchups. And that may be something you want to do with player volatility as far as not being available moments before the game could be changing at any time. So it's up to you. But but you bet as long as you as long as you bet twenty bucks in SGPs, those are the same game parlays, during the same week of action. Okay, so starting tomorrow or yeah, starting tomorrow, today's Friday, starting tomorrow, Saturday, going all the way through Monday night. As long as you spend twenty bucks, you bet twenty bucks in SGPs, you're gonna get that ten dollar bonus. Now if you want to look at one particular matchup, the Cardinals are traveling to Detroit. The lowly Lions waiting for the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals on the road again, the road warriors that they are. So I'm going to take an easy money SGP in that game. I'm going to go with the over total points. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray over passing yards, and I'm going to take the Cardinals money line. I think that's a simple bet. I think it's pretty easy money. It's not going to be the most lucrative in the world because those odds are going to be very, uh, uh, very much you know, very easy to to attain. But, however, uh, you still get, and you get the $10 bonus, which is awesome. America's number one sports book in action, FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a lot of real reasons why. Now, this SGP bonus is live during the NFL Week 15 games, so lock in your winners today and enjoy that $10 bonus on FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, awesome. Sign up today. Use my promo code DEAN, and you can also place your first risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's risk-free. Unlock this amazing promo by typing in my promo code DEAN, D-E-A-N, so that they know that I sent you, exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 or over in President Arizona. Bonus is issued as non-withdrawable site credit. expires in seven days. Max bonus is $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. When we return... A lot of heat is being thrown upon head coach of the Chargers, Brandon Staley, for some of his decisions last night in their loss to the Chiefs. We'll talk about some Thursday night football next right here on the Jeff Dean Show on ESPN Tucson. The Jeff Dean Show on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Desert Diamond Casinos. Desert Diamond is true Tucson. Now back to the Jeff Dean Show on 1490 AM, 1049 FM, ESPN Tucson. Welcome back to the Jeff Dean Show here on 1490 AM, 104.9 FM, ESPN Tucson, Tucson's only local morning sports talk show. We'll have some local to uh, to discuss in hour number two as I break down the Wildcats and uh, Cal Baptist. The Wildcats are going to be hosting the Lancers tomorrow at the McHale Center. That game tips off at 4 p.m. There are some tickets still available if you want to jump in and uh, check that game out. There's also some uh, still some uh, some packs, some uh, uh, fan packs available, and single game tickets for the Pac-12 season still available for Wildcat basketball. Catch it! I- I'm telling you, if you're not if you're not attending live and you're thinking about it, you're missing out. It's a fun product, man. Come on down and uh, and check it out and uh, enjoy some Wildcat basketball and some of the new uh, some of the new features that they have there. You know, we we got in uh, Aramark to come in and do the concessions. And they've changed things around a little bit. They've uh, made things a lot more convenient for people. You can just order from your seat on the app and then just go pick it up when it's ready. So you have to wait in lines. You can sit there and watch the game and order and then go just go pick it up. And they got to wait in there for you. It's awesome stuff. So uh, come check it out. Come to McHale Center. If you can make it out tomorrow, we'd love to have you. 4 o'clock against Cal Baptist. And you're going to get to see one of the uh, dazzling young freshmen in college basketball, Taryn Armstrong. We'll talk about him coming up. In, uh, in a little bit, in hour number two, we talk about that as well. 
Also coming up in hour number two, my Friday five, my NFL picks against the spread, and my NFL lock of the week. It's a weird week this week. I don't <laughs> I don't know what to expect because, as aforementioned in the previous segment, the COVID protocols have kind of turned the league on its, on its head. And within an hour before game time, uh, any given NFL team could lose a superstar or two and uh, they could be sent home, and now the team is without and scrambling and having to find some things, and there are some teams that are in real, real trouble right now, not only for just COVID protocol, but just overall. The Bears, God, their injury list is a mile long. It's crazy. So uh, a lot of stuff going on in the league. Speaking of that, Chiefs outlast the Chargers last night in overtime. They win that game 34-28. Great play to win the game in OT as Patrick Mahomes finds Travis Kelsey, who dances his way into the end zone for the game-winning touchdown. And uh, the Chiefs got the early lead and never looked back. Now, the reason they got the early lead in the game is because of a uh, some decisions that were made by Chargers head coach Brandon Staley, which has brought him under some fire for his decisions to go for it on multiple fourth downs while in scoring position in lieu of kicking field goals. Now, there are a couple of those that I will generally agree with. Uh, You know, I think being more aggressive in this day and age in the NFL is going to serve you well, especially if you have a quarterback like Justin Herbert. However, I do disagree with one of those decisions, one very important one in particular. The only one of those decisions that he's being brought under fire for is the decision to go for it on the opening drive. Now, special teams opens up the game. They deliver you a gift, open the game with a 75-yard kick return. You've got first and 10 at the Kansas City 24. You get two very effective Austin Eckler runs, and now you're looking at first and goal at the five before any of the fans have even had a chance to sit down in their seats yet. Now, at first and five, from the first and goal from the five, they decide to throw the ball to Mike Williams three times on three consecutive plays. They throw the ball to Mike Williams, one of which is a dropped touchdown in the end zone by Mike Williams on the second down play. So now you're looking at third and goal from the five. You have not moved the ball at all since getting to the five. You've just thrown three incomplete passes. One of them was dropped. You have to consider your position on the field and the time of the game that it is, a gift. And what you do there is you kick the field goal. You kick the ball to give yourself a 3-0 lead to make Kansas City play from behind. The notion that there are certain coaches out there who are now so ingrained into the analytics of mathematics and algorithms in the scoring chances in the NFL – are almost treating a field goal, a, you know, a three-point play as uh, they're just tossing it aside like it doesn't matter, like it doesn't mean anything. I can tell you right now, having a 3 nothing lead in that game changes things, period. It changes a lot of things. Unfortunately, they go for it on fourth down. It gets Donald Parham carted off the field on an ambulance because – horrific-looking injury where he landed on his head, he ends up not getting the completion because the ball came out upon contact with the ground. No, you know, no duh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he he 
knocked himself unconscious and potential spinal cord injury there. Yeah, the ball came loose when he hit the ground. Uh, it was uh, a bad scene there. But you have to kick, and, and it's. And I'm not even saying that this this is hindsight 2020 situation. You kicked the ball there. Special teams gave you a gift to open the game. 75 free yards. Take it. Kick the ball. Get three points. You have a three-point lead at home against your division rival and a chance to take over first place in the AFC West because you would be leading the tiebreaker by virtue of your 2-0 record against Kansas City. So what happens next? Well, Patrick Mahomes goes on an 11-play, 95-yard drive, and the Chiefs punch it in for a touchdown. It's now 7-0. Then on the next drive, Justin Herbert throws an interception. Guess what the Chiefs do with that? They take the ball, they go down, and they score. They kick a field goal. Now it's 10-0. Now you're down two possessions. Now you really got to scramble to get back in the game. And they go on a on a on a, a hurry up drive in the first quarter. The Chargers they didn't even see a third down in that drive. Just bang, 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 all the way down the field, score the touchdown, thankfully. It's 10-7. But you you change the complexion of that game by just simply kicking a what a 24-yard field goal, 23-yard field, 23-yard field goal, 5, 18, 23. 23-yard field goal. It changes the entire complexion of the game. That's the only one I disagree with. All the other ones I'm fine with, and you know why? Because they were losing. <laughs> they were losing. They were down. Yes, you go for it on fourth down there. So, again, that was a really poor decision on the part of Brandon Staley. Look, he talked about it before the season even began. He says, you know, we're going to challenge Steve. We're going to, you know, we're, we're not going to back down from anywhere. We're not going to play scared and all this other stuff. Okay, I, I, yeah, playing scared is, is one thing. Um, playing smart is another. You don't want to play stupid. That's for damn sure. And I'll tell you what, you know what matters more in the NFL, more in sports than not playing scared or trying to challenge the defense at all times? You know what matters more than that? Scoreboard. Hashtag scoreboard matters, okay? 3 nothing is a hell of a lot better than nothing. Nothing. Bad decision by Brandon Staley. Young head coach getting over his skis there, getting a little bit too cocky or a little too set in his analytical ways, thinking that they would give themselves an extra 2.2% chance to win the stupid ball game by not kicking the football. That's just dumb. Don't do that, <laughs> okay? Young coaches out there, don't do that. Kick the field goal. Take the gift. ESPN Tucson presents the Taco Bell New Year's Eve Downtown Bowl Bash immediately following the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. It's in Tucson's Times Square, and it starts at 6 p.m. The admission is free. There's going to be plenty of live music, food trucks, a beer garden. There's things for the entire family, for the kiddos, things to do there. And we'll ring in the new year at 20, uh, for 2022 at midnight with the famous Taco Drop and a fireworks display from the roof of the Hotel Congress. You're listening here to the Jeff Dean Show. More after this on ESPN Tucson. The Jeff Dean Show on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Desert Diamond Casinos. Desert Diamond is true Tucson. Back to the Jeff Dean Show on 1490 AM, 1049 FM, ESPN Tucson. Well, there's, you know, I, I talked about it earlier. There's a big tournament going on this weekend in college basketball in in las vegas ucla is supposed to be a part of this they're on essentially they're on complete shutdown right now they're trying to find a way to get in 
to play that game. Uh, not real sure what's going to happen with that situation right now. I know that uh, that Ohio State and Kentucky, that game has been canceled. Ohio State is on uh, shutdown right now for COVID protocols, so Kentucky's looking for something to, someone to play. Now, according to a tweet from Jeff Goodman, he said there's still no official word of what's going on with the matchups in Vegas tomorrow. said Kentucky and North Carolina could play one another as UCLA is still trying to find a way to uh, play in the game. He said other possible opponents are UNLV, Northwestern, VCU, who I guess are also either in the tournament or in the area, and Bishop Gorman High School. Wait, what? <laughs> He's not serious, is he? This has got this has got to be a joke. He didn't, you know. There's no sarcasm text uh, available, which I would love to have in certain situations because some people are notorious for it. Just very dry sarcasm. You know, like are they being serious or what? Are they what are they doing? Jeff Goodman does have a, a very very large sarcasm bone in his body, and he uses it a lot. And he does talk a lot of sarcasm. And I sent him a text, and I haven't heard back if he's joking or not. So. Does does Kentucky really think that they're going to take a game against Bishop Gorman High School? I mean, first of all, we have to find out if if their moms are able to drive them to T-Mobile Arena for the game. I mean, that's you know maybe they 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 may not be able to get the game in that way. Moms, maybe younger brother has a soccer match that day, and you know mom's got to be at the soccer game. <laughs> can't can't get them down to T-Mobile Arena to. Play the Kentucky Wildcats, 21-ranked team in the country. It can't be real. It can't be. But he put it in such a serious tweet. Ah, uh, sometimes. This is, why, this is why, folks, you should never have serious conversations over text. The, the, the way that people read text is always, almost always different from how you have intended it. That's why, like, I tell people, like, like my friends know my texting – you know, like my my idiosyncrasies, if you will. If there's an ellipsis if following a statement, chances are it's sarcasm or it's a joke or I'm setting up a punchline at some point. They they get that. Or it could just mean that I'm waiting on something. But it, just to like, so I always have to tell people, I'm like, right, if you see this for me, this means that. If you see this for me, it means this. Because... People try to have serious, like I've seen entire relationships just fall apart, whether it be, you know, a, a romantic relationship or friendships, completely fall apart because they're trying to have a serious conversation via text. Somebody takes something the wrong way. They fire back. They go over the top. They fire back with a text message. And then the other person's like, well, screw you too. And it's, you know, it's bad news. Don't do that. So, Jeff, text me back. I know you're not listening, but whatever. Need to find out if they're really trying to schedule Bishop Gorman for the game tomorrow or not. Maybe I'm being a complete idiot here. I don't know. Maybe that. Uh, maybe I still. It's, it's still that fog, the COVID fog, just kind of hanging around in my brain. I can't decide whether that's sarcasm or not. What's not sarcasm is that we've got some barstool, uh, some Arizona sports. Some, pardon me, barstool sports Arizona Bowl tickets to give away. Coming up uh, real soon. We're going to get away before the end of the hour. How we we do that? It's a text to win. Hell, let's do it right now. Let's just do it right now. Text to win. All right? We're going to – you can text away. We've got 
up until about the 8 o'clock hour. So you got you know, 10, 12 minutes or whatever to text these in. I want you to text the word barstool. I know you all have sat on one, probably fallen off of one a time or two. Text the word barstool, that's one word, to the following number. Text it to 51879. That's 51879. That is your text number. I want you to text the word barstool right now. You could win a family four-pack of tickets to go enjoy some college football bowl action at Arizona Stadium next uh, next Friday at noon. Game kicks off at noon. Doors open at 11, so you got uh, time to get over there and enjoy the, uh, the Arizona Bowl and see the uh, Boyd State Broncos take on the Central Michigan Chippewas in that game in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Again, text the word Barstool to 518. 518- Seven nine five one eight seven nine is the number to text to. A family four pack of tickets, so a nice prize there, uh, great prize to go see some uh, some college football bowl action. And again, I will I will continue to spew this as long as somebody pays me or doesn't pay me or whatever. As long as I can speak into a microphone and talk about sports and give my opinions on it, I will continue to say that bowl games matter. They're not meaningless. They may be meaningless to you, but that doesn't mean the entire world thinks that they're meaningless. Stop being so small and myopic, okay? Try to think outside of your own little bubble and think about what it means to the players, the programs, the fans of the teams that are actually playing. I have been in bowl game locker rooms. I have gone to bowl games as I've been covering sports for the last 24 years. I can tell you that if if there's a player on a team that the bowl game doesn't matter to, then that player is not not someone you want to have on your team. And and I'm not talking about players who are opting out because of their future. Those players have seen a path to a to a to a career, a bright career in the NFL, and it's listen, if you're not going to be advancing your career, then what are you doing? I, I'm I have no problem. When when Christian McCaffrey at Stanford said, I'm not going to play in the in the bowl game because I'm going to prepare for the NFL draft. I was like, cool. The young man sees an opportunity to make millions of dollars at the next level. That's obviously going to be his career. He has put in his time at Stanford. He has gotten himself an education. He has graduated, and he has earned the right to move on to further his career. He doesn't owe Stanford. He doesn't owe that football program. He doesn't owe David Shaw anything else than what he's already given, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the time, the effort, everything else that he has given to that program during his time there. I have zero problem with a player deciding to forego the bowl game in order to prepare for the NFL draft. I have zero problem with that. There are so many positive reasons why they should be skipping the bowl game to play or to to prepare for the NFL draft. It's your future, man. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and it, it's not saying that the bowl game doesn't matter. It's saying I have a list of priorities, and my number one priority is my future and trying to make my life a better life starting today, not starting three weeks from now after we've played our bowl game. It doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. It just means that there's something that matters more. Your career, your future, everything else, security, and just getting 
a head start on some of those guys. I mean, all these guys, guys like Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett said he's not going to play in uh, in the in the game in the bowl game for Pitt. Okay, no, fine. You know who he's getting a leg up on? He's getting a leg up on all those guys that are playing in the you know the CFP games. All the quarterbacks that are playing in those CFP games. He's getting a leg up on other guys. He's going to go and prepare for the NFL draft. He's he's got his future in mind. I have zero problem with that. Zero. But don't think for one second that that means that bowl games don't matter. It's not being myopic. Just because the Bahamas Bowl doesn't matter to you, that's fine. You don't have to watch it. I, I say it all the time. Change channel. You don't like what you're, what you're hearing. Change channel. If all these things where people are like, oh, they, they, they spew a bunch of hate on this TV show. Why are you watching? <laughs> change the channel. You don't like the song, you change the channel. Hopefully you don't change the channel on me on that segment because I was giving some opinions there, spewing some, spewing some knowledge for you guys. Just a little, you know, that's what I try to do here. Every, uh, every now and then, I have a moment. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, moments, hopefully the, uh, the Friday Five this week turns out better than it did last week. I'll be honest with you. It's a complete wild card this week in the Friday Five, a, a complete wild card in the NFL this weekend. Who knows what's going to happen? Thankfully, I got, a, I, got, I got an SGP to hit for me last night. For the uh, for the game, I did have the Chiefs money line. I had Patrick Mahomes. Um, I had Patrick Mahomes over passing yards, and I had an Austin Eckler anytime touchdown. Whew. Barely made that one. <laughs> that was a good one, though. Able to walk that uh, virtual ticket up to the virtual window and cash out. Very happy about that. All right, we're gonna take a timeout when we return. More of sports, and of course, uh, coming up in hour number two, NFL and some Wildcat basketball. All that and more right here on the Jeff Dean Show. The Jeff Dean Show on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Desert Diamond Casinos. Desert Diamond is true Tucson. More of the Jeff Dean Show on 1490 AM, 1049 FM, ESPN Tucson. Well, I was able to cash in two parlays last night. As I mentioned, the I had the Chiefs, Moneyline, Mahomes, Passing Yards, and an Eckler touchdown. I was able to cash that one in. That was a nice little... Nice little bump. And then I got a, a super simple one, which ended up being a little tense there. I was like, hey, uh, I had the Suns in a, in, a, in a parlay. I had Suns money line, no big deal. They crushed the Washington Wizards, and I knew they would. But I also had a double-double for DeAndre Ayton. It was you know, just basically saying, you know, give me a double-double for DeAndre and a Suns win. It, it, you know, it's not a huge – look, anything's better than nothing, right? It's better than losing. I'm like, that will be pretty easy for me. I look, and I, it, I was focused on watching the football game, and I was working last night, so the Suns game was kind of, you know, just like, oh, it's just kind of in the background there. I look, and midway through the third quarter, I think with like seven minutes left or eight minutes left in the third quarter, DeAndre had 13 points and nine rebounds. I'm like, sweet, cash that one in. And then I looked at the third and fourth quarter break, and DeAndre still had 13 points and nine rebounds, and the Suns are up 16. I'm like, uh, uh-oh. Uh, um, uh, uh, are we going to get that tenth rebound, or what are we doing there, boys? Because Monty was resting his starters. DeAndre only played twenty-four minutes, but thankfully he was able to grab a. Re- he started the fourth quarter, grabbed a rebound pretty much immediately, then scored a bucket, and uh, got the double double there. So very happy for that. Look, DeAndre still still playing extremely well. Six of eleven from the field, three of three from the free throw line, fifteen and ten last night with four assists. Uh, had a block shot. 
played well. Suns played well. Uh, Chris Paul scored twenty. All scorers, all all the starters scored double digits. Crowder ten, Bridges eleven. Still waiting on uh, when we get Devin Booker back. Of course, that big uh, matchup coming up next Saturday on Christmas Day. The Suns are going to be taking on the Warriors. The Warriors, I don't know if they're flirting with it or if this is like real deal or what, but Clay Thompson may be available for that game on Christmas Day. And uh, look, I'm here for it. I want to see I want to see that Warrior team in at full strength, in full regalia. Uh, I would I would love to see that. So if uh, if that is the case hopefully devin booker is back for that game as well as he is still nursing that hamstring strain and uh we can see a massive massive collision of two great nba teams on christmas day would love to see that so stay tuned for that we'll keep an eye on all that injury information and some other things going on in the world of the nba i know that uh there's been talk of some other canceled games i know the bulls are having some trouble right now um, the Cavaliers are having some trouble. Uh, there was a postponed game in the NHL today for the Bruins and Canadiens. So, yeah, this is uh, life in December 2021 right now as we uh, try to navigate through the uh, through the world of the COVID-19 pandemic. All right, coming up in hour number two, lots of NFL. My Friday Five, a preview of Week 15's action and the Wildcats and Cal Baptist in action. Stay tuned. Hour number two next right here on the Jeff Keen Show, ESPN Tucson. From the Casino Del Sol studio, the soul of Tucson, this is ESPN Tucson. KFFN Tucson, KWCX Tanka Verde, KMXZ HD4 Tucson.